0: And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watch the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. Sean, you want to be a part of the program. So what do we do when our FBI is trying to influence in the lead up to an election a, a, all these big tech media companies and kind of persuade them in a way that, well, you don't want to be a victim of hacked materials or disseminating um, false information from Russia or China. And then all of them in unison decide, oh, we can't run with the Hunter Biden laptop story published just weeks before the 2020 presidential election, uh, because uh, we're told by the FBI that this isn't a good idea, because that's what happened. I've been through the FBI putting their thumb on the 2016 election, and now we have two presidential elections in a row where they're putting their thumb on the scale in terms of one party over another party. Um, you know, we had Jack Dorsey, uh, former CEO of Twitter. He, he told me, no, Twitter doesn't shadow ban. Listen to this. Let me ask about specific questions. Has Twitter ever been involved in shadow banning?
1: We do not shadow ban according to political ideology or viewpoint or content. Period. Uh, we every every model that we have on the network uh, is really looking at the behaviors on the network. Uh, we take those behaviors as signals. And I do want to point out that these signals evolve uh, minute, like minute by minute, hourly by hourly. These are not scarlet permanent letters that people then take on as a badge and will never be ranked high in search or not allowed to trend or ranked high in conversation. So these are models that are looking at behaviors and behaviors of bad faith actors who intend to manipulate, distract, divide uh, a conversation um, or to unfairly amplify their content, which they didn't earn. So those are the signals that factor in, uh, and, and we do rank uh, search, we do rank trends, and we do rank conversations accordingly. That does not affect one's timeline. If you follow someone on Twitter, you're going to see them in your timeline. Now, we do uh, rank the timeline for relevance, so it might take some scrolling to see everything. But what, you can also what? turn that ranking off in the settings, so you can see everything in recency order.
0: And then, of course, Elon Musk had a little call-in show, and what did he say? He said, yeah, the very definition of election interference is the suppression of information, which is what happened at Twitter, but not just at Twitter, but all these big tech companies. And this is Elon Musk even saying that it got so bad that Twitter served as the arm of the Democratic National Committee.
2: You are basically exposing collusion between a political party and uh, in in one uh, file that was released, it was even uh, called the Biden team contacting uh, Twitter. I mean, that is uh, election interference, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I...
3: Clearly, if, if, if Twitter is doing one team's bidding before an election, shutting down dissenting voices um, on a pivotal election, that is the very definition of election interference. I and mean, what the hell else would you Of course, it's like, yes, um, you know, the, the, frankly, Twitter was acting like an arm of the Democratic National Committee. It was absurd.
0: All right. Joining us now, Kara Frederick is with us, Director of Tech Policy at the Heritage Foundation. Also with us, Carl Zabo is the Net Choice VP and General Counsel and Professor of Internet Law at George Mason University, Scalia's Law School. Uh, welcome both of you, uh, to the program. Uh, let me ask you, uh, Mr. Zabo, really simply, did the FBI, by going before all these big tech companies in the lead up to the 2020 election, they were weekly meetings uh, and telling them that they might be getting hack materials or phony information from Russia or China or hostile regimes. Did they, in, in that sense, were they preparing these companies for the Hunter Biden laptop story because they had the laptop since December of 2019, 11 months prior? Do you believe that was done by design?
3: thanks for having me on Uh, that's what keeps us all up at night that's the outstanding question and that seems to indicate what we're learning from these Twitter files that are being dumped by Elon Musk as well as what we heard from Mark Zuckerberg a couple months ago that the FBI had been approaching all of the social media platforms that they had information for over a year and that they were essentially engaging in coercion of social media platforms to suppress the story. And that, you know, as an attorney, I can't give you a definitive yes or no, because I think the information just isn't out there yet. But I am excited because just the other day, Representative Jim Jordan began sending out letters to the tech CEOs to figure out what the heck the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, were saying to these platforms, and then I look forward to when Republicans take the gavel in the new year, when Representative Jordan, Representative Comer can haul the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Justice before them and really find out and get to the bottom of how much the FBI engaged and potentially coerced the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story.
0: I mean, it's that big a deal because now we even have uh, surveys saying that people would have voted very differently had they known this story was true. Cara, let's get your take.
4: Yeah, we've had multiple polls indicating that this has explicit political implications, um, not just in, you know, across the electorate, but in wing states in particular. Uh, so I think it, it absolutely had, um, I mean, most of American voters think that this constituted election interference, um, and that's separate from the polls I previously mentioned. And, you know, you hear the FBI equivocating at this point. They're saying, oh, no, 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 we just made suggestions. We can't force private companies to make decisions, but when they're putting the thumb on the Scale in this way, a private company is going to feel compelled by the government to actually make these decisions. Hunter Biden was explicitly mentioned, according to the former head of Trust and Safety, Yoel Roth. Uh, Zuckerberg said he can't remember if Hunter Biden was invoked, uh, but as Carl said, that FBI propaganda dump that he admitted to on Rogan—you uh, know—the writing's on the wall there for him. Yeah, he,
0: wait, that's right. He admitted admitted that on Rogan. Number one and number two, this guy Yoel Roth that worked at Twitter, Twitter, he specifically remembers being told that it could be about hunter biden now remember there's one other piece of the puzzle because the FBI also knew that rudy giuliani had the story uh they also knew because they had a, all of rudy's files that that rudy was actively working to get this information out publicly you know when rudy got when his house got raided they took everything but hunter biden's laptop how interesting is that part of it But the FBI already had their copy for 11 months. Uh, Are we really to believe that in 11 months, they didn't authenticate whether or not that was really Hunter Biden smoking crack or with hookers or talking about his dad and implicating his dad in this, you know, potential pay for play scandal or influence peddling scandal that uh, complaining that half his money income goes to dad? Uh, we know he gets all these millions of dollars from. From hostile regimes uh with no experience whatsoever was not what ukraine was all about he goes on good morning america do you have, do you have any experience in energy no any experience in natural gas no oil no uh ukraine no well, why do you think they're paying you millions i don't know that's what he said and the, and then joe of course leveraging a billion taxpayer dollars to fire the prosecutor which that turns out was investigating his son but he never talked to his son, according to, to Joe, about his foreign business dealings. Does that seem credible to you, Carl? Because not it doesn't seem so to me.
3: Absolutely not. I mean and and let's keep in mind, it's not just the FBI. You had all these dinosaurs from the Clinton administration coming out of their their caves to denounce the Hunter Biden laptop as something that seems like Russian disinformation. And those individuals I look forward to getting hauled before Congress and asking what was your basis? Were you influenced? Did you coordinate? How was that done? But, Sean, it, it doesn't just stop there. This is happening every single day in this current administration. Let's look at uh, what happened when Elon Musk decided to acquire Twitter. The Biden administration immediately called for the creation of the Disinformation Governance Board led by Mary Poppins. That's not a coincidence. That's Democrats getting really scared that Twitter is going to be uh, opened up and it's no longer going to be exclusively for promoting the information that they want. Simultaneously, you have just the other day, Corinne Jean-Pierre, White House spokesman coming out and saying they're keeping an eye on what Elon is up to. So this level of coercion didn't just stop with the Hunter Biden story, it is continuing today to keep the finger on speech online. And this is what I look forward to getting more information on. And this is where We need to begin, overall, shrinking the size of the federal government completely. Kara was exactly right. There are many levers that the government can use to pressure businesses to suppress or promote speech. You have calls uh, for the Federal Trade Commission to stop Elon Musk's acquisition. You've calls from CFIUS to reverse the acquisition. So there are a lot of levers that the government has. And what we need to do as a people, as I hope this next Congress will do, is start to actually shrink the size of the U.S. government is overly bloated and is way too controlling of the levers of power across
0: the country. All right. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about Twitter and the FBI putting their thumb on the scales of presidential elections. Uh, look, if you want to improve your shooting, you're going to love Mantis X. It is high tech, but it is very affordable. It's an easy to use system. It's used extensively by our military, by law enforcement. Uh, the best shooters of the world uh, use Mantis X as well. It's called dry fire practice. And it's so fun. Anyway, you're going to love Mantis X. Go to their website, MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. We'll continue. The left wants to silence Hannity. Don't let it happen. Make the commitment now. Three hours every day at 3 p.m. This is the Sean Hannity Show. We continue our discussion about Twitter with Kara uh, Frederick and Carl Zabo's with us. Eight hundred nine four one. is on number. If you want to be a part of the program, I, I have great respect for the FBI. I have friends in the FBI. I had relatives in the FBI. The FBI, Kara, should be the world's premier law enforcement agency. Now, Jim Jordan uh, in the Judiciary Committee is now going to have to investigate whether or not the FBI has been politicized. And whether or not the DOJ has been weaponized, uh, based on what we know, it certainly seems like uh, it's widespread, doesn't it?
4: Oh, yeah. And that's the story of this administration's uh, DOJ, especially. Um, We saw, like you said, the FBI. I've quoted this before, but Victor Davis Hanson has said the FBI is now acting like the Praetorian Guard. Uh, So you have them cleaning up after Hunter Biden. Remember, he had illegal firearms, one of which was dumped in his in a dumpster by a a paramour. You have them cleaning up over over, um, uh, James uh, O'Keefe at Project Veritas. Uh, trotting him out in his underwear uh, because he had uh, Ashley Biden's diary, and the FBI cleaned that up as well. So that is, uh, to my mind, uh, a different FBI than the one that we grew up with. And the GOJ in particular, when they're instituting terrorist tags on parents who object for uh, that CRT is being taught in their schools, then you have a huge problem when domestic terrorism is treated as stuff the left doesn't like and written into um, not just DOJ but but DHS as well too. This is an agency problem. This uh, is by I- the
0: way that impacts somebody in my crew here, uh, Linda, our producer. She's like a tiger mom, and she's at every school board meeting. I'm sure she's on the list of domestic terror, possible potential, uh, domestic terrorists because I think. She- you know, if you dare teach her, her precious child, Liam, anything she doesn't approve of, God help you.
4: Exactly, exactly. And that's what's happening in Biden's America today. He's using these intelligence agencies to, to clean up his messes, to do his dirty work, to do the less dirty work. And Americans on stripes should rise up and say, right. absolutely not.
0: So Jim Jordan, uh, Carl, has a solution, he thinks. And he's introduced legislation called Protecting Speech from Government Interference Act. Now, I like that. You would think that would be covered under the First Amendment, but apparently it's not. Uh, as we witnessed this election, presidential election, the more recent one in 2020, and we witnessed in 2016 as well. And I talked at length about how the FBI used an unverifiable dirty dossier. Uh, they couldn't give Christopher Steele the million dollar bounty to prove that it was authentic and accurate and true. But they used it anyways, the bulk of information to secure not one but four FISA warrants, uh... Putting out applications with information that was not verified even though it says on the top of a FISA application that this information is verified and by the way nobody in the FBI got held accountable for that
3: yeah the the Jordan bill that you allude to is a fantastic step forward look I, I used to be a federal employee don't hold that against me but one of the things that I learned and much like how the FBI used to be is public service, public trust. You work for all Americans, not a political party. Today we have federal laws called the Hatch Act, which precludes federal employees from engaging in political activity while they're on the job. Now, one thing federal employees care a hell of a lot more about than their politics is their pension. And what, uh, Representative Jordan's bill does is goes straight after their pensions. It goes straight after their jobs. It makes it very crystal clear that whether you're in the White House, whether you're in the executive branch, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, regardless, if you engage in coercion of social media platforms for political purposes, you will lose your job. You will face incredible penalties, not to the agency, not to the reputational harm of your bosses, but you personally will lose your job. You will lose your pension. And that's how we make it crystal clear to these rogue, woke federal employees that there are repercussions not for the reputation of the agency, but for them personally. And that's what Representative Jordan's bill does. It's a great first step forward in stemming the tide of what we're seeing and reestablishing trust in the government.
0: Unbelievable times we're living in. Uh, thank you both for what you're doing. I think uh, the information that you're putting out every day is really waking people up to exactly how bad a lot of this has been and how bad it is and what we need to do to fix it. Kara, uh, thank you. Carl, thank you. We appreciate you being on board. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. And the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to USCA.com slash Hannity today. All right, when is the last time you check the legal title to your home? Now what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's healthlock.com. One word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Toll free, it's 800 941 Sean if you want to be a part of the program. So, sweet baby James and I had a conversation uh, with a mutual friend, somebody we've known for a long time. His dad happened to be in radio for many, many years. Uh, his name was Roy Masters, kind of around the Barry Farber, Barry Gray era, if you're into the history of talk radio. And I remember hearing his uh, David Masters' dad at night scaring the hell out of me, you know, talking about good and evil. And I'm like, you know, it's late at night. The room is dark. And I'm like, wow, this is scaring the crap out of me. But it was fascinating radio. And, and what got me into radio was staying up late into the night, driving my parents crazy. My, my parents would come in my room. Usually they would tell my friends, turn that television off. For me, it was turn the radio off. And I never wanted to turn the radio off. Uh, but anyway, so I had a, a passion and an interest in this. Um, a lot of the discussion was about fear and about how human beings live their lives in fear. Um, and then I've noticed over the course of, what, 27 years on television and all these years, I started radio in 1987 was the first time I got behind a radio microphone. I guess I'm, I'm showing my age here. And uh, I noticed that at different times, people, especially on TV, are so nervous. They just are like uh, uh, petrified. I was down. Remember, remember the Terry Shivo case? I told the story on the air before. So there was a nurse that had taken care of Terry Shivo. And the question was whether or not she should be taken off life support. Her parents did not want that to happen. Her ex-husband did want that to happen. And there was suspicion surrounding him. Nothing was ever proven. But at the time, this lady was very confident as a nurse of Terry Schiavo that she believed she saw life in her. So she, she agreed to be a guest on the show. She sits down. And literally, she is shaking. Like a leaf. If you look, if you ask most people what their number one fear is, it's public speaking. She's shaking like a leaf, this poor lady, and, and she goes, what to do, to do, 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 why I say? So I'm like, all right, this is going to be a really, really crappy interview. Um, cause she's not going to, and it's cause she's going to be embarrassed. We, I was not trying to embarrass anybody. I wanted to help her. So what I did was I kind of, Tapped her on the shoulder, just slightly harder than a normal "Hey, how are you?" pat on the back, and then I noticed that she like looked at her shoulder, and all of a sudden the shaking stopped. And then I said, then I shook her hand, and I shook it just a little tighter than you normally would. I'm not trying to hurt anybody, and what I was doing very consciously was trying to break this pattern that was going on in her mind, and that is. That she was swimming in a sea of thoughts. Those thoughts were creating feelings of fear. And the feelings of fear then got her mind spinning even faster. And it's this pattern. It's, it's thoughts create feelings. Feelings create thoughts, etc., etc. And anyway, that's what, what Roy Masters used to talk about on his show. Uh, and his oldest son, David, wrote a book, How to Escape the Prison of Your Mind and How the War... Be- between good and evil is waged in the battlefield of your mind. And sweet baby James and I were talking to David, and I said, well, why don't you come on the air and talk about it? And he's with us now. We're going to put a link on Hannity.com. If you want to get a copy of the book, you can read it yourself. Uh, It's on Amazon.com. We'll put it on Hannity.com. And uh, anyway, David Masters, welcome to the program.
2: What a fantastic opening, Sean. And what I want to say to you in response is this that the reason why you are resilient is because your thoughts are your own. Other people have not been able to impose their thinking, their negativity on you. But if they had, they would have disabled you. They would have crippled you. And that has not happened. You're stronger than you've ever been. But you see, most people do not realize that all of their thoughts are not their own. Now, most people can say at some point, God, where did that thought come from? And at that moment there is a potential to gain control but if you don't realize that there there are thoughts constantly attacking your mind. We are under mind attack all the time and this is the the reason why is because once they can penetrate your defenses they can begin to know, they can actually calculate the outcomes of how you're going to react and so one of, one of the things that I try to explain to people is that in World War One and World War Two, there was a condition called shell shock, and it continued into the Korean War and other wars. But
0: By the way, that, ma- noticed, that may be called PTSD today, right?
2: That's exactly right. It's known today as PTSD, but I'm saying to you and, you, and I know you agree with this, there's no difference between shell shock and culture shock. Post-traumatic stress is affecting everyone, and the intended result of systematic worry about economic collapse, crime and corruption, sexualizing children, social violence, uncontrolled, national security, territorial integrity, unemployment, health, education, housing, food security. It's all weaponized. And what they're doing is the more we are reacting to this without realizing it, the more upset we become every time we see this happening. The, this stress is hypnotic and the intended The intended end result is drug addiction, mental illness and suicide. And these are the results that we're seeing today, Sean.
0: So I work with people at the Fox News Channel. I don't know if you know this this past year, I became the longest running primetime cable news host in the history of cable news. And nobody's more surprised about that than me. They should have fired me after three days on the job. I was so bad at it. Uh, but I am, and when new people come to work at Fox and they get that first article written about them that's negative, or there's a pejorative in there, or there's a sentence, or, or they said something that, that people made fun of, or whatever it happens to be, and they'd come to me and they'd, they'd be upset and they'd be anxious and they'd wonder if they're gonna get fired and, and how do you deal with this? And I'd always tell them, I'd say, look, when you get home tonight, just Google my name. And for the first thing that'll probably come up is Sean is Satan, Sean Hannity is Satan. Right. And inevitably every person I'd give that advice to would come back in the next day. They say, how do, how do you put up with that? I'm like, I don't read it. I don't pay attention to it. And I said, if I do see it, I either laugh at it or I just don't care. And I said, welcome. And then I would always end it with welcome to the big leagues because this mm-hmm. is what you're going to get. If you're putting yourself out there in the public eye on a platform as big as Fox. And I think what if I did learn anything, it's that I don't let people impact my feelings, my mood on any given day. Uh, Sometimes my kids can piss me off, but that's a different story. Linda pisses me off some days. Sweet baby James occasionally when he won't answer my text messages. (laughs) But in all reality is I've realized that I don't have to react to these people. I don't care what they think. You know, there are certain people that I care what they think, but not those people that want to ruin my day every day.
2: Well, here's the secret, Sean, and you know this, and that is that you do not resent them. You don't let them get under your skin. And But see, when, when the average person does not know that they're under attack, you see, you know that you're under attack. You have a conscious awareness that they are trying to demoralize you. And that's what they're trying to do to our nation, as we all know. They're trying to demoralize us in every possible way, and they will find your your vulnerability. And, and people have a number of vulnerabilities. One of those is their children. Look what they're doing in, 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 in the school system. They're teaching your kids about drag queen story hour. Now, the average parent says, that's insane. That's evil. But th- how many people actually stand up to it? Well, when people get upset, guess what? You become an inferior person when you're upset. You you actually allow them to put their nonsense on you and in you. And then you walk around trying to figure out, what happened to me? And, you know, there's a there's a famous saying from uh, a far leftist from South Africa. His name is Steve Baiko. He said the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. Well, here's abortion. A woman, here's what they did in the abortion movement. You're oppressed if you're forced to carry a baby. So what do you do? You abort the baby. End of oppression. They take these psychological techniques. They put them in your mind, and then they make you believe that that's actually a solution when it's only the beginning of another set of problems, Sean.
0: All right, quick break. We'll come back more with David Masters, who was with us, How to Escape the Prison for Your Mind. Uh, We have a a copy. If you want a copy, you can get one on Hannity.com, Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. As we continue.
3: is next. You do not want to miss it. And stay tuned for the final hour free-for-all on The Sean
0: Hannity Show. More with David Masters. His new book is How to Escape the Prison for Your Mind. How the war between good and evil is waged in the battlefield of the mind. Anyway, it's up on Hannity.com if you want to get your copy. I I think the lesson for most people is, is you've got to understand that at the end of the day, you can't let other people impact your life, your feelings, and that you have to have a degree of self-control yourself and that it is within us to control ourselves. We do have the ability. We're not animals, right? We have the ability to discern right from wrong. We are aware that we exist, unlike the animal kingdom. And at some point, I think people have to learn. You you mentioned something earlier that I think is very pivotal. you got to learn to forgive other people. You've got to not let them bother you. Um, and you also have to live in a position mentally, emotionally, and I learned a lot of this through my martial arts practice, where you are focused, dialed in to the moment. Right now, the only thing in my mind, David, is talking to you. That is the only thing I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about TV tonight. I'm not thinking about sweet baby James making weird faces at me. I'm thinking about what what we're discussing here and listening to the words you're telling me because I think they're pretty powerful.
2: Well, I tell you that um, one of the things that I learned uh, over many years, and I was—I've been in the game that you're in. I produced six of the top ten radio shows in the history of radio, not—not not yours, unfortunately. I wish I had, but um, I was also under assault from the people that I was working from, people that were very angry, people that were very manipulative, controlling. Uh, the only reason I survived a particular host who is, was very popular at one time, was because I didn't care either. I didn't have to live with that person. At the end of the day, I could go home and forget about everything that was put on me. This person threatened to sue me every day uh, that I tried to help him do a great show. So, yes, if you learn how to control your reaction, which is really what this book is all about, how to escape the prison of your mind, don't let people or don't let them invite you into your own prison through a ridiculous and an unnecessary emotional reaction and so what I've done with this book Sean is I put the complete Russian textbook on psychopolitics in here there's been a roadmap that existed since the 1920s it's called brainwashing A synthesis of the Russian textbook on psychopolitics it's in my book with notes of examples of how they've done this
0: to us by the way I was I glad bad. you put that in there I've read that previously I read that years ago yes and yes, it's antique. it's a roadmap how governments control people
2: Exactly. But here's the thing. What I've also put on my website, which is escapeyourmindsprison.com, is there's a exercise, a concentration exercise that helps you to step back and learn to be objective, which is it puts a firewall between you and the insanity that's coming at you. And that way you don't uh, you don't agree with unconsciously with the the pressures that's coming at you and you don't you don't walk into your own prison which is what people are doing and then when you're in that prison if you don't know how to get out then you look at the world and you say well there's no hope I might as well just end it anyway
0: that's a pretty depressing thought but sadly a lot of people I think are miserable just because of the way they think
2: well, and But why do they think the way they do? Because they've allowed influences that you have not allowed, Sean Hannity. You knew that if you started to allow those influences to, to penetrate you, that that would erode your, your self-confidence, and it would, it would cripple you to keep you from telling people the truth that you tell them. Do you realize how many people that you've affected in a positive way? I listen to your show literally almost every day, and I hear people saying, Sean, when I started listening to you, I was a liberal. But when I started thinking about the reason that you were laying out, the, the the logic that you bring to this program, you have liberated so many people. And but each one of us has the same potential to do that to others. And that's why I wrote this book.
0: Well, the book is phenomenal. Uh, it's up on Hannity dot com. Uh, also, David has his own website. It's How to Escape the Prison for Your Mind. What's your website?
2: Escape your mind's prison, pr- plural, www.escapeyourmindsprison.com. And there, there's a concentration exercise that will immediately begin to relieve the stress because it's the struggle, it's the quicksand of the mind that you sink into when you struggle. Once you stop struggling, your mind begins to release, and you begin to be able to reason and see clearly and make choices the way Sean Hannity does.
0: Well, listen, through the grace of God, right? I mean, it's yes. it's kind of like... You know, there's. uh, I was raised Catholic, but I'm more of a non-denominational Christian at this point in my life. But you know, they talk about praying unceasingly, and and if you keep your mind on more heavenly things, godly things, it's it's almost in and of itself an impenetrable shield that you've created for yourself where you know what what other people are doing and saying can impact you affect you change you alter you ruin your day whatever it happens to be but anyway it's a fascinating discussion a great read uh the synthesis of russian mind control techniques are very very interesting uh and i think you might recognize some of our own media in there as well uh, and and things that are done and said and repeated and that people begin to believe. Uh, but, yeah. David Masters, appreciate you being with us. Uh, we have it up on Hannity.com, and uh, glad you could take the time to be with us.
2: Uh, it, it was a great honor. Thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate it.
0: All right. You have a great uh, Christmas, a great holiday season, you and your family. Look, speaking of the holiday season of giving, it's also a season that the cyber criminals are looking to cash in. LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code Hannity. Hey, Sean Hannity here for my friends at Lone Star Transfer. Now, you've heard me for a while tell you that timeshares are kind of becoming a thing of the past. Now, unfortunately, many of you are still stuck in one. If you are, you don't have to be. That's where our friends at Lone Star Transfer can help. For well over a decade, they have successfully helped thousands and thousands of owners legally and permanently get out of their timeshare nightmare. They're also the only timeshare disposal company I personally endorse. Now, Lone Star Transfer is simply the best in the business, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They have thousands of five-star testimonials. Their clients actually want you to know that they're the only company you can trust. They guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. There's never been a better time to get out of that timeshare than now. Call today. You get a free, no obligation consultation. 833-594-0075. That's 833-594-0075. They're on the web at lonestartransfer.com.
5: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
2: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.